Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 23rd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am uh, I'm doing well. Just on uh, Christmas Eve Junior here. Is it Christmas Eve Junior or is it Christmas Adam? I thought it was the 23rd is Christmas Adam. Because, you know, Adam and Eve, I guess. That's the cheeky way to do it. But yeah, I like Eve my Junior juniors. is more. <laughs> I don't like getting away from the Juniors. All right. Uh, much like Monday, we're recording late here on Wednesday. This is just the, um, you know, sort of the, uh, you know, odd schedule of the year review. We, we, you know, we're trying to figure out Christmas gifts, figure out Christmas, all that, and also get our year review research done. Um, so, you know, just in general, the schedule for the next till the new year, till Kapalua, it may, it's not going to be normal. It's going to be a little abnormal. I don't know how many more of these we're going to do. Maybe two, three tonight. We should get through like at least the Fourth of July. You know, we got a couple majors. We're not going to do the Masters because we did eight episodes on the Masters a month ago. We don't need to like jog your memory on that. So I think we'll probably go up through and including the U.S. Open. So does that sound good? That sounds Andy, good. You all right with that? Okay. I'm all right, I'm all right with with that. You know, There's we will that. not have a show on Christmas on Friday. To be clear, there will be no podcast posted on Friday. This will be the last one of the week, and then we'll have a couple next week before the uh, close of the year reviewing. Um, all right. This entire year in review endeavor is brought to you, literally powered by, fueled by, made possible. It, it honestly may be possible. And I'm not talking about the money, the sponsorship dollar. I'm talking about the product itself. is made possible by Bixby Coffee Shotgun Start Blend. Um, you texted me like, I don't know, 6.30 p.m. tonight. Like, I just did a Bixby. I'm ready. Let's go. Like, I mean, there's just these Bixby check-ins all day. Uh, so it is keeping us going. It is uh, providing this year review research. And it is sponsored by the Bixby uh, Coffee Shotgun Start Blend. If you would like to uh, support the podcast, that is the best, one of the best ways to do it. One of the better ways to do it, I should say. Um, you can sign up at BixbyCoffee.com. Uh, a portion of the proceeds come to us. We are also talking about carving out portions of the proceeds for different golf charities next year. Uh, we've already initiated those discussions with Bixby. Uh, what else? What am I missing? It, it's also a gift idea. In yeah, my opinion, I, have, I don't have gifts. Guy. I had no <laughs> gifts for, I have no gifts for anybody this year. You know, I'm, I'm a guy, I'm a, a guy who likes to shop brick and mortar style. I can't do the, the, the vast expanse of online shopping. It just doesn't appeal to me. I need to walk through a store, find something, and get out. Uh, so I have no gifts for anybody this year. I'm just not doing the shopping thing. In my opinion, going to a website, subscribing for a coffee, or getting gifting someone a three-month subscription, six-month subscription, p- printing out the piece of paper, handing it to them on Christmas, be like, here, I got you a gift. 
I think that's a pretty good option at this point. It's it's you know late on the 23rd, 24th. So that you can do that at BixbyCoffee.com. Thank you all for the support of the Shotgun Start Blend. All right, let's get to it. Continuing part two, we left off uh, part one with uh, you know the pre-pandemic world with uh, the 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 chain smokers playing us out at the players' championship. I, I went. We both researched this one, right? So it's not the typical format where, you know, one guy's coming in cold. So we both have notes on this. Yeah. I went, I found the screenshot of the infamous, the, the follow us on TikTok tweet that went down Wednesday night. Um, that is now lives in infamy. I think Shackleford, if you can believe it, had a, a screenshot of it somewhere. The tour tweets out. I mean, this is as go bears going down. Tom Hanks says COVID. President Trump is addressing the nation. This is sort of the Wednesday, the the kind of great line of demarcation in the pandemic, where it just became more of like this thing you hear about, this you know news where it changed all of our mm-hmm. lives quickly. Um, PJ Tour, NBA suspends the season. In moments, I don't know, maybe a half hour, hour later, PJ Tour <laughs> tweets: "The chain smokers brought the noise to the course. Follow us on TikTok," accompanied with a video of just. <laughs> Thousands of people jammed in like sardines as the NCAA tournament cancels without fans, all this stuff, tour tweets, follow us on TikTok. Of course, the next one was something about like Sunjay Ib. They didn't follow yeah. it, like that. And it was, uh, it was, it had unfortunate, um, unfortunate wording. I gotta, I gotta, I forget what it was. I, I can't find the exact wording, but it also had the next tweet. Was uh, the caption was whatever happens happens. <laughs> Again, not the kind of language you want to be using. The TikTok one lives in infamy, but but the Sanjay one has kind of been forgotten. Whatever happens happens. As we're all sitting on the edge of what is this new world that we're entering, you know, tonight. You know, so. there's there's pluses and minuses to scheduling tweets. You know, people get on me a lot of times. They say, hey, you know, you should use one of those tweet schedulers. You know, you should just. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should do that. And I'm like, ah, you know. They can come back and bite you in the ass. And this is a this is an example of of scheduled tweets really, really biting the tour in the ass. Yeah. It was, I mean, I, I mean this whole thing was just a crazy do you remember what you were doing when this was going on? Right. Like that's, I'll like never forget this whole, like this week. I feel like I ran to the grocery store. I remember doing that whole thing, you know, getting canned goods and pasta and shit like that. But yeah, I, I, that Wednesday especially sticks out obviously. Right. Yeah. I was in California, which was already, starting to deal with it and i remember it was so weird because we i flew in i did that college event abandoned and then i drove down to florida or d- down to dutch california boy. yeah you're the on-course reporter with the, the dutch boy back in studio bacon the the dutch boy and uh yeah on course report i i got i got the oregon kid kevin janiza with the on the first tee i i was talking while he hit, hit the ball yeah. <laughs> you <were> talk- <laughs> just just popped him. Um, Didn't know what to do with your hands. You, I remember you saying that, like you know, two hands on the microphone. What do I do with the other one? So, all right. But uh, but so I was you're... I was in California. It was the weirdest thing. We were in Northern California. My wife had just flown out, and then it was uh, we were. It was life had already completely changed there. 
And it was so yeah. weird. And then, you know, you're watching what's going on in Florida and it was just crazy. And then obviously the NBA thing and everything. I remember sitting in the Airbnb and it was just like refresh. Like, are they canceling this? They got to cancel this thing. But uh, no, they went on with fans. Yeah. I mean, Wednesday press conference were full speed ahead. Of course, there was all that that we the low on. The issue we went into last episode, the end it was Monahan making the rounds at CNBC announcing the new TV deal and getting really peppered. People uninterested in talking about the TV deal and more about, hey, what about this pandemic and the markets and free fall? But you know, Wednesday says the the tour would continue, quote, full speed ahead. Wednesday, Wednesday night, you know, Live they from. text text the players, you know, plan to play. You're playing tomorrow. Right, you know, you're you're playing tomorrow. What was what else? What what was live from Wednesday? Well, live from Brandel said zero upside to playing. Why not? Are you sure that was the... Wednesday or Thursday? It Could might have been, been Thursday. Thursday. Could have been but Wednesday. I don't on know. Wednesday, yeah. CT Pan WD'd. Yep. CT Pan yep. tweets, "I'm probably the only one who's not playing. Same number as the hand sanitizers in the clubhouse, locker room, and dining." Got in his car and drove off like Thursday morning too. I think right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's 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 interesting to look at some of the quotes when we heard about a pandemic before, like the Gobert and Tom Hanks, and you know that Wednesday, like Horschel was like apoplectic that they wouldn't be allowed to shake hands. Of course, then he has a quote like three days later, just total. I mean, Horschel's always available to talk. Apparently, he's quoted in every story I've read. Uh, that's not golf. That's not our sport. That's not what we do. When asked if he considered skipping the customary handshake, <laughs> I'm just hoping that people I shook their hands are aware if they're sick, they shouldn't be out here. Uh, you know, yeah. the tours like f- fans should be aware that out of a b- overabundance of caught overabundance, no overabundance. That's saying it's too much caution. Some players may decline to sign autographs at this event. This is out of respect for health. And like, Zach Johnson talks about, oh, I never thought about bringing my own Sharpie and all this stuff. Like, this is where we were kind of at the start of the week. Um, what were you going to say? You jumping in? No, it was just, it was nuts. Obviously, I mean, we look at it now as we're still in this. We're nine months into it. Um, a lot's changed. A lot yep. hasn't changed. Um, you know, looking back at this, it's crazy. I I don't know where you fall on this and we haven't gotten through their entire response to this but I I thought during it was the tour did a really bad job with this whole whole week and I'm curious how after researching it how you think about and feel about it now uh researching it I have the affirmation of what I thought then, they did a really bad job this week. Um, I think like there's this sort of, they're, they're like the apologists were like, oh, they got it right. It took them a while to get it right. It was circuitous. They got it right. But no, they were terrible. They were they were bad. They were bad at communication, bad at decision making. They were holding on for dear life just to kind of ram this through. And look, this is, I get back to what I said in the last recap, like, they got to tell the shitty hand like this was yeah. their golden standard and the one they make a ton of money in their event. They really cherish. And it this was the week of all weeks. And was this Valspar week? I think Monday they're done. They're not even trying to hammer this home. So they're doing these. It looks bad even now where, 
you know, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon press conference, full speed ahead. Wednesday night, they text the players. We're playing round one as, as planned. This is after, you know, Gobert and all this stuff. Like noon Thursday, as the, 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 the place is full, filled up, um, you know, they're like, all right, well, we're not going to do fans for the rest of the, for the rest of the three days. Then there's like a, there's a communication, a statement at like seven, eight o'clock. I forget what saying just like six. O'clock. You know, I think it was like six o'clock. We're I still remember. playing just, you know, take caution, no fans. And then by 10 o'clock it's, it's canceled. So it, which was always the way that was going. There was like no, every, by that time, all the sports, like everything had canceled. Uh, and of course, later Friday, he would talk about how like Disney and universal closing was like the linchpin for them. Um, so I would say even now in the research, they look pretty ham handed. Like it, it was a bad hand and, but they played it, what, the, what they were dealt, they played even, you know, they played it poorly too. Um, and that's why they make the big bucks to kind of, you know, figure out what to do with those bad hands and not do this. Now I've said that it still looks bad. Their, their decision-making and communication, given what we knew then, what we know now, I would say like, you know, they were still, they were poor. They were poor players week. I'd say after that, the tour has looked really pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I'd say in contrast with what we're seeing with the NCAA right now, with the Florida kid, with the with the kid who's got, you know, and they're not playing for money. They're not independent contractors. Yeah. They're not making any money. Uh, they're not getting anything. Uh, we see yeah, like the NFL is just kind over. of a, yeah, he was a, he was a, he was the He's SEC player of the year, preseason, pre-season player, of the year, player right? of the year. Yeah. I just it. think like how the tour went about it after the players like looked pretty good now. And, and what we kind of figure out how to live with COVID and all that stuff. But what we knew then, the lack of or the lack of what we knew then, I suppose, their, their decision making looks still looks like bumbling, quite, quite honestly. Is that where would you fall? I think I'd I'd fall in the same thing. I the same way. I think like the thing that got me is like people didn't know very much about this virus. And yeah. you know, Monahan's going on TV, he's doing press conferences, he's just he's talking about all this like, oh, we can have fans because of vast acreage. It's like, no, there's no safe large gathering with this thing. And yeah. It, you know, it's a stadium course. You're essentially a, a stadium. Each hole is a stadium with, you know, anybody that been out there. So you look at it in hindsight, but obviously, you know, right now with obviously the NFL just has powered through everything. It's been a complete mess. I think. Yeah. The, but yeah. When, when, like, it, hold when we look back at this five years, there's going to be probably a book written by people. You know, there's going to be multiple books about this NFL season, how messed up it was. And, you, if you look at if like a PG, the NBA, if a PGA Tour round, games. yeah, if a PGA Tour round or event had gone down with like that Broncos Saints game where the the guy the quarterback they have no quarterback, like come on, we'd be like pillaring that for the next mm-hmm. year. Okay, so the NFL it's not been squeaky clean. Go no. ahead, sorry, NBA but, like already NBA, canceled the game. NBA has already canceled the game, and I think that that's the thing. Golf has has proven in multiple manners beyond professional golf that like COVID has, it's been something that's can be done with COVID um, and done safely. 
So I think that's the thing that ended up being, you know, but the initial handling was disastrous. And everybody on the on that COVID task force that four we that got together four weeks out and didn't see this coming. Cause I think, I mean, we were talking about it on the podcast a month out, out that it looked like it was going to impact the players, you know? And yeah. the fact that you didn't see this coming was just, and they it just seemed ill-equipped and unprepared for anything to happen. And when you, anytime you got to issue three statements in a day or three, you know, and you're going back forth, back forth, then finally get to the, what was the inevitable conclusion? It's just, it never looks great. Um, I, here's, here's a, um, a KVV tweet that's okay. in the moment that I found yeah. that summed it up. All major sports except golf are scrambling to help slow the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, golf has held a chain smokers concert, boasted about its new TV deal on CNBC as markets were in free fall, soldiered on with the players, announced surprise Tiger made the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. That was... <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one. We got the press releases like within an hour of like, you know, NCAA tournaments canceled golf tigers in the hall of fame. <laughs> like, Oh, what a stunner. Great. Thanks. Oh, and then, uh, and then, and then the post, you know, obviously they cancel. I, so Hideki Masayama won the 2020 players. One thing though, also in the communication front, there was Mike Wan, which I think yeah. really forced oh, yeah. their hand to, to cancel. He's like, if I'm being honest, we could probably play Phoenix next week, but like maybe we could play Carlsbad without our fans. But what if I'm wrong? If I'm wrong, I'll regret it the rest of my life. This decision I may not like, but I don't think I'll ever regret. So I just, I was just, I just wasn't willing to live with being wrong. So that speaks to the context of what we knew then and how to operate with the virus then, right? We had yeah. very little other than like, we just need to shut this down now because we heard the Italy soccer game was a super spreader event. Like that's all we knew. We didn't know how to operate with the virus. And that was Juan's approach, and it forced his hand. Rory had a similar uh, quote. If in a few weeks' time this all dies down and everything's actually okay, it's still the right decision to cancel. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas Glover had a tweet, which oh, speaks to sort I of this falling the players week. Um, it, it said, you know, if this was any other event, what would have been the message? I don't know. I'm not in those offices. Don't want to be, frankly, but you have to protect the fans. You know, that was his reaction after. But his tweet was, um, it goes, the rest of sports and media, why don't they drug test on the PGA Tour? Tour, okay, we better start doing that too. Rest of sports rest of sports and media, think we better stop and stay away from crowds. Tour, hold our beers, it's the players' champ week. Which, again, speaking to this really, this pivotal moment of how we would start confronting this virus falling on their their golden standard event that got glover in the news hot and heavy ct yeah. pan lucas glover were sort of the real dissenting and loud voices there at the beginning yeah um, and, and, i mean yeah then you look at the the replies it's just not even want to go down that no no no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah yeah Six forty-five. the operations update so i don't know we don't need to talk about the the i mean remember he was in tears on friday with Tarico. i felt terrible for him like he barely slept but, you know, this is why you make the big bucks. He goes, I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire, which just isn't not, it's not, 
relevant to what was happening, right? It's a non sequitur. It, it um, was it wasn't a moment for golf to inspire. Yeah. It was a yeah. moment and, for golf to lead by example by shutting down and saying, Hey everybody, it's time to take a quick pause to figure this shit out. Brandel, zero upside. Why not consider the worst possible outcome? Someone gets six. I can't help but think there's legal ramifications. Justin Leonard, should we really be here? Um, this is on, <laughs> live from on set, yeah. on the ground saying this. Yeah. NCAA tournament had canceled. Masters was postponed Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the optics of it. This is Billy Horschel. <laughs> After saying this is now golf's done, we shake hands. This is Friday. Optics of it, if we're, we are being told it's fine, it just doesn't look good. If we're the only sports organization being uh, playing compared to others, just doesn't look good. So he had Bill, and then he had Billy was out, uh, you know, donating the players' food. Remember the the PR that was drive? Get bad. Yeah, yeah, they, they <laughs> kicked it into high gear there after this week. Um, anything else on the? Just the decision making process. I, I don't really want to talk about this much. More. I don't either. I mean, we've talked about it. This too is much. this has been what plagued the year. I it's I, I really had fun talking about all the stuff before the pandemic. Unfortunately, every single event, pretty much here on out, and for it ha- the the pandemic and COVID has a small storyline that goes with it. Yeah. And yep. that's just the reality of this year. Do you want to just whip through the quarantine? I, I wrote down a number of my, my moments. Let's talk about amusing player stuff real quick. Okay. So a quote that's related to the cancellation or the taking of fans is great. Like, So Ricky, Spieth, and JT were together, right? And they did the spring break boys. Very comfortable pairing. And they asked Spieth, like, what'd you think when he heard can't? Well, we were playing out there and they're all like playing like shit. And Spieth was like, we heard the fans like shouting in the middle of the round, like, well, we'll miss you this weekend. I was like, and Spieth was like, well, I thought that was kind of rude. Like you're already saying we're going to miss the cut, even though we're this far over, <laughs> over par. Uh, just, they assumed Spieth was going to miss the cut, but no, they didn't. They would later learn that fans had been, you know, barred for the rest of the weekend. Um, Hideki shoots course record 63. Right. He's the leader. The round that never, you know, the course record that kind of lasted a day and could never be pushed towards a, a gold standard. Um, the mud balls is just awesome. Hideki Guys off number, won a major, according to the World Golf Hall of Fame. Good for one round. I think that there's some rule. The money gets distributed if they play one round. But because well, that, all the groups didn't finish. Hideki doesn't get the payday. Didn't get in before dark. Just all the tours, like, you know, warts being shown. Mud balls when apparently it hadn't rained in Florida in like weeks. Everybody lived around there. It was like, it hasn't rained. We saw the weeks before. We saw Bay Hill, Honda. It was was so firm. It was like, it was like a rocket. And then it doesn't week a rain all week. It's cool. As I remember, like the weather was cool and windy, like it was just primed to be a, a racetrack. But they, I, I know they had trouble with the overseed. They just had to douse the course. This is the whole problem with that rye overseed that they do is like to. And we learned about this a lot with the fall masters is you just have to you have to douse the grass and water. So it's always going to be soft. It's always going to be a dartboard with the state. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, just guys complain about mud balls, and you know when everybody said it hadn't rained. Don't get done before darkness. Like how, almost impossible, you know, at, at their in a smaller field, somehow don't get done. Um, Cost Hideki two plus million dollars, <laughs> and then after they had canceled. I remember I was going apoplectic about this. There were all these questions about like with CT Pan getting his share of the purse, like who cares? Like we're in this like new world. We have no idea what's happening. There were all these questions to Jay about if CT Pan was getting his share of the purse. And then I guess also <laughs> the first timers, the rookies got Tiffany cufflinks. You know, they get, <laughs> people were asking about that. To the rookies, they were celebrating their cufflinks. It's just like unbelievable that that became a, a subject of uh, conversation. Um, all right. Then like right after the, Rory and Carson had a big podcast with Jay. Oh, yeah. That unfortunately, got overshadowed as well. You know, there was some activation there. Uh, I forgot put, about all the ahead. there was a ton of Rory Carson activation this week at uh, the players. Carson was playing, you know, before. Hey, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff going on with Rory and Carson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we go away, we shut it down, but by Sunday, what do you want to go through? Just like quarantine quick notes. And we'll do a couple of events and get back to colonial. Sure. Yeah. What do you, what so do you... Sunday, uh, Sunday of Cha- players week, Kepka says he's out on the PGL. Rom comes a couple hours later saying he's out on the PGL. Kepka talks about how like, you know, he was once an underdog and he doesn't want to take away livelihoods from the lower run guys. Um, I wonder if that's still the case. I have no idea if they're in now on the PGL, but it seems like, you know, we haven't heard much about their status yet. Monahan says he's forfeiting his salary uh, completely. <laughs> um, other C-suite got a 25% reduction. Uh, what else? Oh, PGA of America and Brandle fight. Remember that? I don't Randall wrote that. something about how like teaching had been bitch slapped back to reality. Oh, by that? Then, or whatever. Yeah. And PG of America teachers, Butch Harmon, everybody like starts going at like they, they just, just crank up the foul outrage machine on Brandel. Um, what else you got? We were, we were early on the rumors of a Peyton and Brady, a, a Peyton Manning and Brady match. I think we yeah. have been among the first on that. Uh, even before the end of March, we talked about that. I, April I just, one. Go I ahead. wrote down some of my favorite moments. I didn't. Okay. I didn't go through everything. I just. Okay. I go. just wrote down. These were mostly like off the top of my mind, and then a few that. Um, but uh, Andrew Cotter's Mabel and Olive um, dog announcing. Yeah. You know Andrew yeah. the Sky Sports. Yeah. Yeah, he just puppy. There's the oh, it's right? two labs. It's chocolate and white yep. lab. Like it was. Yep. I love those videos. I watched a couple of them in, in prep for this. Um, the Texas Open all-time power rankings. I've got the my favorite Palmer. My favorite piece of quarantine content of all time. And I pulled it up. I wanted to revisit the rankings. Oh God. So the Valero Texas Open canceled. They got to find ways to like get you know mention the tournament, get activation. Get PJTour.com the website does all time Valero Texas Open powering. Our guy Rob Bolton put this together. Sure, sure. If anybody's listened to this podcast for a while, you know I love the career earnings um, statistic and how I think it's a farce and it's gonna 
you know, mislead future generations for years to come. You know, Josie not, is going to be reading oh, and thinking that, right. you know, right. that Ricky was a better player than Jack Nicholas because he's made more money than him. Um, it, it, in these rankings, you know, Texas Open, illustrious tournament, rich history. We've got, um, we've got Charlie Hoffman, number one, cited. Number one in all-time earnings with a win in 2016. Oh, all-time earnings might might be helped because he played this generation. A win, two seconds and a third at TPC San Antonio. Two top tens, T11 at La Cantera. Okay, that's that's a good record. That's a good record, right? Let's look yeah. at who's number two, Justin Leonard. Texas Open, he won three times. He had two seconds, <laughs> a T5, a T10, and two T11s. And 11 appearances. Three wins. Two seconds. The other guy had a win in two. Like, how did this get? Arnold Palmer's number three. He had six top tens and seven appearances. And he won three consecutive years. Three wins. <laughs> this was a great. Just It's your all-time all favorite piece of quarantine content? Is that what you're Maybe. suggesting? No? But Sam Steed was number four. He showed up only five times. He went third, third, win, second, win. Never finished worse than third. Unbelievable. Even Jay Haas. Two wins, two seconds, two T fists. That's better than Charlie Hoffman. Oh. So, yeah. That's a highlight for you. Uh, I've got mine more on the timeline. Get the pace of play policy is officially pushed off to next year, okay. which I'm not sure that's the case. Have we heard anything about that? Is that going to start at Kapalua? I, I don't think be. we it might were... be until the future. I, I'm curious about CT testing too. April 15th, new schedule released, and the ultimate prize is the ultimate prize. There's like only one major FedEx Cup. They, they, they loved it. I think they loved it. Um, Zurich, Zurich walk up music. That was another one. Do you remember that? I mean, there was no Zurich, but you still got yeah. your walk-up music. I, <laughs> thick Thanos for for Bryson. Um, I don't know. JT and Ricky play with Baladas and Persimmons. I have that, that down good, here. You had fun. Yeah. We learned that Tiger calls Zach Zatch. And Bryson Beefy. Beefy. That came to the fore. That was a great one. Uh, my favorite... My favorite, I'm sure you have this, my favorite controversy or, or amusement during the non-golf period was VJ. Yes, I have this sound. <laughs> entering, I knew you did. Entering the Corn Ferry, those initial Corn Ferry events in the Pontevedra area. Puts his name in there as, you know, whatever. He's got status in perpetuity on every tour. Um, Do you have Brady uh, Schnell's tweet? Yes. Brady Schnell just erupts. Hey, at so he adds him, which I'll give him kudos for. No subtweet. Hey, at VJ Singh Golf, you are a true piece of trash. <laughs> if you accept, sick, he spelled it wrong. E X C. If you accept money, Ex- playing in a corn, but <laughs> ex- accept, accept money playing in a corn ferry tour event, and I'll say it right to your face. You are a true piece of trash. He followed it up with, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, but calling him a piece of trash was pretty fun. You know, VJ enters, the Corn Ferry guys are bothered by this. Phil runs to his defense, right? Duvall is defense. Like, 
guy, guy has done more for the game. He can play wherever he wants. But the Brady Schnell moment, I'd forgotten about until uh, doing this research. Um, uh, okay. I, I what else you got during the, during the, the all the, the States, you know, reopening with golf. That was yeah. huge drama. You know, because like, like Illinois, the, Illinois, yeah. Illinois was like one of the last. I think Maryland was one of the last ones to open too, and people were yep. just going nuts about it. Yes. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yep. and then Illinois opens its two sums in fifteen minute tea times. <laughs> like, you know, nobody <laughs> just <laughs> that was uh, one of my. I I played the morning and opened back up in a two sum. Really, and I was the first tea time off, and it was. You know, I will say it was one of the most delightful rounds of golf that I played all year. Um, I played about two hours and 15 minutes, and it was wonderful. It was like having, you know, having something nice back in your life, you know, after a long, long quarantine was was nice. Um, the bunkers with no rakes, uh, that was yeah. a... And and I I'm so mad that golf didn't go back, come back with no rakes. I thought that would have been so awesome. Professional, recreational, yeah, pro, everything. Pro golf. Okay. All had right. gone back with no rakes. But I I just think golf's better without rakes, personally. Sure. That's sure. something that I will take from 2020. Golf is better with no rakes. Golf was okay. better when no carts were allowed. Um, okay. Golf, you know, if you have a medical reason, I think you can take a cart. But otherwise, you should walk. And I think a lot of people, okay. a lot more people are walking now. Um, I think... I like the big thing quarantine it didn't remind prove to me was that golf is just fine. And obviously this is a podcast. We talk about professional golf three times a week. But golf somewhat fruit and other things too. Yeah. But go, go ahead. Golf is fine. Golf is you know, arguably more interesting without the spoiled millionaires. That everything in the in the in the in the game is just you know curtailed to and and handed to, like golf thrives without like you know when golf wasn't part of it, like everybody was going playing golf equipment. You couldn't keep equipment in stock. You know it was so popular. You can't get a tee time at public golf courses. None of this had nothing to do with the PGA Tour growing the game. Okay, I like that. I like that point where I'd, I'd say is it's not better off without professional no. golf. It's just professional golf has undue influence, just yes. completely disproportionate, like, like influence. Let that just be its own little side, you know, side entertainment product, more or less, right? But it shouldn't influence. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes, maybe? Okay. that's what I, you know. Like golf. That's a good point. Is separate from professional golf, <laughs> and it it in. That goes to that statistic I mentioned in the last one. And then 86 million, like equipment's $2, million, $2 billion. Like golf in, as a whole is 86 billion. What's the, the tour might be 10 billion. I don't know how, how much the tour is worth, but pro golf. So it's, it's yeah. not, you know, overall golf is way bigger than that. And, you yeah. know, nobody owns golf. According to the Premier League, you, we all own golf. <laughs> but you know who owns the World Golf Hall of Fame? PGA Pound of Idra. And on April 22nd during the quarantine, Mr. Tim Fincham. Oh, we are, we are alerted that Mr. Tim Fincham will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, that got our dander up, as you can imagine. We don't need to relive it. Just I had totally forgotten it happened until I did research. Um, 
you know, Joel Beal uh, had an article in Golf Digest about, you know, how the PGA Tour would return. And it was a shocking revelation that behind players, just behind players on priority list was a fully operational shot link team. Yeah, it was essential. Absolutely essential. Was the shot second link. most important business unit on the ground for for PGA Tour events. Crazy to think that, yeah. you know, a mere 17 years ago, Shotlick didn't even exist for the right. PGA Tour. And, and thus, in 17 years, it became the second most important function of, of a golf tournament. Yep. Um, on we'll, We're going to do the Seminole and the match at Medalist separately. Those will get a little bit of treatment. Other things were... Uh, on mid May 13th, Bryson in an omen that the quarantine video would soon be coming, posts a black and white topless photo of himself with Justin Bieber's yummy playing over it uh, on Instagram. And he's just like emo staring off deadpan with no shirt on black and white that, that kind of, we should have known a quarantine video was coming at that. Well, moment. He, he didn't have a whole production team at that point. We didn't know <sighs> that we didn't know that was coming. You know, he's got a physio team. He's got a spritzer guy. He's got a videographer, too. Uh, also, Steve Stricker names his assistant captains for the Ryder Cup during this stretch, mid-May. See, these are all things that I looked at and was like, eh, not important. Well, we just went nuts. I mean, it's just this white bread mayo sandwich. It's it's Furick, Davis Love, and Zatch. And it's like no one else is getting into the, into the four horsemen. It's just... Bring some spice, bring some seasoning, flavor, different. I don't know. We we went nuts over that. All right. Let's go. Rose and Anma officially parted five on uh, May 22nd. Contractually parted. Maybe three months after, you know, not commenting out of respect for Arnold's event. Um, all right. Should go we ahead. go to Taylor Bain? Seminole. Yeah. Seminole. Seminole. Match. What do you remember? Yep. What are your vivid memories of this? Uh, uh so we had a bet that you had to wear the PXG two-tone darkness polo. I still the need to get that. It. And it, I just know this is the only reason I, I remember how it finished. Cause didn't like Rory chased them down at the end there. Yeah. And then they like a chip off, right. Or a closest to the pin type thing on 17 or 18. 17. One of those. Um, and like, a, yeah, I, I won and you have to buy the PXG. And, and Ricky, like color. Ricky, under the gun, like shanked it. He played great all day. He carried I mean, DJ and and uh, Matt Wolf were horrendous, horrendous in this. DJ hadn't played golf until the week of since since the players. Now that you mention it, didn't he look a little husky? Looked a little thick. Had, yeah, had a little bit of a punch. He had done anything. He had just yeah. Yeah, so, but it, DJ was like, despite playing horrific, horrifically, DJ was the star of the show. Um, okay. Remember how he carried his bag backwards? Somewhat, like he slanked Somewhat. it over the like the back. Everybody's carrying the double straps, and he's got <laughs> yeah. it like, just, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like it, the way yeah. you carry it from like the bag drop to your car. He's carrying right, his bag right, down right. the first hole. <laughs> That was so cool. I remember that was so exciting, uh, you yeah. know, just to have any go like, oh, my God, these world class players are carrying their own bags on a course you never see on TV. I remember I think like I don't know why I remember this one, but Antifaldo was like 
when we finally had golf back, he said like this place golf Twitter has like a Sunday at the masters energy or vibe or something like that right now. It was so cool just to get something right. Yeah. Go ahead. It was, it was, it was an electric day. It was amazing. I mean, just having something back. I mean, last dance was because then last dance after last dance was like, you know, when we got that rolling, I, I remember I was watching with my buddies. We would do zooms. And we'd watch old Bulls games before the last dance even started. Like that's like how devoid of anything yeah. we were. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it, you know, one of the things in the lead up to this, we'll go back to the lead up. Is okay. Obviously, it's a tailor made event, right? You got Rory, yeah. you got DJ, and you got Matt Wolf, and they did a what's in the bag uh, thing, <laughs> like graphic. Yes. And so it's got all the players <laughs> equipment setup. listed. Their setups. For Ricky, it just has Ricky Fowler, tour preferred club, TP5X golf ball. No clubs. <laughs> no. So you tweeted, Ricky will have no clubs in the bag and throw the ball with his TM glove, apparently. Adjust your bets accordingly. <laughs> I never, now I remember this. Yeah. That was like a little awkward because he's uh, he's a tailor-made guy in ball only, right? He had the Cobra bag and they were was he gonna get the Westie and Oostie treatment where they kind of brought him out? He can't show any of the Cobra stuff. That's uh, fine. So in the lead up to obviously seeing Sevenal on national television was a huge deal. So that uh-huh. was a big part of the lead up. It unfortunately rained a ton, so it was a little soft. But day before. And then, yeah. And then yeah. the uh then the telecast did it no favors. And we'll get into the telecast. Because Do it was, now. I mean we're, we're getting I mean, there. We're, okay, all right. One all right. other big storyline leading in, beyond just golf being back on, you know, and the safety was obviously the other big storyline. Could this be safe? And it obviously proved out that it could be very safe. Um, but uh, the other big storyline was the seminal 6 p.m. rule. Yes. Now I got. Yeah, I remember that. Like, are they going to enforce? What, what is it like? Oh, we it's had like all sorts Sunday, of notes on this. I think it's this. like Sunday. I didn't, I didn't write all of it down. But it's You can't sun- play, yeah, right? You can't be on the grounds after 6 p.m. on a Sunday. We got all these tidbits of like, you know, guys coming, the president or people coming out to the course, even to big shots, like Ernie L, like players. Like, yeah. hey, you got to go in. You're 16 green. You're not going to play. You can't finish up. Yeah. But so, they didn't enforce it. They did match. not enforce it on this match. So okay. the telecast... Everybody's mic'd up. Everybody's carrying their bag. They bring in their superstar team. You know, they got Tariko and uh, Aziger. And okay. and they they give, you know, there's small talk for like two holes. And then it's like that was not allowed to be a part of the telecast for the rest of the rest of the telecast. Aziger is just blurting, talking about nerves, you know, doing his usual Stick of of cliches, pressure, one pressure, pressure. So much then pressure you can spit. We get our first calling. Oh, the guess. Okay, okay. Got a guess that joins the podcast. Trump called. I know that. I know Trump called in. First was Bill Murray. Skype's in. <gasps> oh. oh, and this set everybody off. So they're this on the they're a on the fourth disaster. hole. They're at like one of the coolest stretches of holes at Seminole. 
and Bill Murray becomes the star of the show. The golf takes like a backseat. We have not seen any sort of sports. There's not been sports for months. Yeah. Yeah. Two months at this point. And Bill Murray comes in and it basically takes over this this Bill Murray shtick. He acts like he can't set up his Skype. He's got it sideways. Right. And it it's was the Bill shtick. Murray shtick. It was but not that's like in person. It's even worse because it's Zoom or whatever. Yeah. Skype. He acts like uh, he can't hear. He he's got it sideways, and then he and it oh was God. all like a, a gag. And meanwhile, oh. like players are hitting shots. There's no explanation of what's going on. There's no like we aren't hearing their thoughts. Like it is the it's one of the best stretches of holes. It's seminal. Aren't aren't those the holes up on the ridge or something? Right on the outside there, and they got Bill Murray. Yeah, okay. there's all all sorts of tweets like praying for a commercial break. Commercial break happens, and everybody's like, "Thank God." Thank that God for a commercial. Yeah. Come, come back on a commercial. He's still there. No. <laughs> I don't remember this. All I know is it was so bad that even the people who are very kind and usually don't have coverage takes or mean bones their body were like, this can't happen again or ever. I don't know. But so he's still there after commercial. I don't, I don't remember that. So then, you know, Murray's gone. Everybody's like, ah, oh, thank God. Back to golf. <laughs> Next guest comes in, Donald Trump. Which oh, nothing to get stoke the flames. <laughs> you know, I'm sure half the audience loved it. Yeah. Half the audience hated it. Where you fall, wherever it may be. But anyways, all it did, we got our first first golf in, in months. All it did was take away from the golf. Yeah, Bill Murray and Trump, who's not, they're not coming on to talk, give any, you know. Now, with Trump, there's a lead in story here is Rory goes on McKellar podcast and criticized Trump. Yeah, that's right. And Tariko, Tariko, who had had a cheating run in with Trump on the golf course before, asked Trump about Rory's commentary, his, his, you know, and, Trump's answer was some pros love me, some pros hate me, most pros love me. Um, you know, he kind of dances around the subject, but the question, you know, Rory was broached, who was one of the four players playing. We didn't really know what was going on with his shots, but that's yeah. what the commentary was, you know, on top of just coronavirus, return of sports, all sorts of stuff. You know, he yep. you if you if you want to if you want to dabble in your political leanings, whatever, you could go back and do use Twitter search and you could see what the whole conversation was about. I'm going to stay out of the stay out of politics here, sticking yep. to sports. Um, so <coughs> that happened. And then uh, the last, you, you know who the third call in was? Oh, God. Um uh, the TaylorMade wasn't the TaylorMade CEO, or that was just like we're maybe a quick one. I don't think who, he, who was the third one. He might have been involved. I think he might beginning. have been in the beginning. But uh, Rom was the third one. Oh, yeah. Didn't he? Wasn't he like you know? I could have played with this, or I, I got. I was asked, but I just couldn't travel. I didn't want to travel yes. cross country <laughs> yeah. or something. He, like. he like reiterated at least twice that he was asked <laughs> to play, but because his that. because of his location, he could not 
you know, play. One thing that people, I tweeted this one thing that people might forget. Matthew Wolf at the time was the 110th ranked player in the world. He's now the yeah. 15th ranked player in the world, which is yep. nuts to think about. Yeah. Um, Detroit research yielded that too. That was his first top 10 in Detroit since he won in Minnesota. So uh, go ahead. Uh, other cool thing that happened was like, obviously the all different swings, like all of them, like there were a lot of, they did a ton of swing. One of the things they did a great job with this, with the telecast was doing some swing analysis. They showed like all these guys have way different swings at the, you know, there's a great still with all their positions at the top of the swing and how different they are. And that was really cool. Um, in the end, uh, DJ and Rory, heavy favorites, win in a playoff over over uh, Wolf and Ricky. So we were so oh, excited. There's the boat, the boat, have... the other thing, the boat. Everybody was cracking jokes about the the boat, the lone boat out there, and DJ DJ left on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing, other thing with the DJ. golf wasn't great. The, the golf broadcast was bad. didn't show Seminole in the way we wanted. So it kind of like we were just happy to have it. We hadn't had there wasn't a lot of competition. Go ahead. So I've, I've cut this short earlier, but DJ started the show despite terrible play. So you, you, carrying the bag backwards, um, uh -huh. he was marking his ball with a T. He was playing extraordinarily fast. Like they could, the announcers couldn't even keep up with how fast he was playing. He was a lot of times 40 to 70 yards ahead of everybody else. Okay. He, at one point they asked him to move his mark and he just took his finger and moved it. He didn't mark, measure it at all. He just moved yeah. it five inches and then slid yeah. it back. Like anybody like, yeah. you know, that's just playing yeah. casually would do. He was so relatable. He was the star without, he played completely, it may have been the worst round of golf DJs played all year. Yeah. But he was still, even including his like 80s, you know? <laughs> yeah. The minute, yeah. That's good. That's good. I mean, I forgot some of those details. I forgot about Bill Murray. Holy crap. And Bill by the way, they hijacked it. They raised millions at Five that million. point for frontline work. Okay. For frontline work. Like 5.5 5 million or something. Great. Great. Remember all the drama with it, too? How the tour needed to get their mitts into it? Uh, Kind of. Wasn't like Monaghan there or somebody showed up? I know Mark Russell was mm. a walking official. And he was wearing the, the shirt and tie. You had a great Mark Russell tweet. With his, with his, he had the flag. I can't remember what you said. I was like thinking about the Chainsmokers concert. Yeah. It was like it was like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> Like just looked like he was not, you know, forlorn. Um, I do remember that. Okay. So should we go to the second one of these? That these yeah. made, made for TV matches. So we, we've hit on some of the news. The match two, Champions for Charity. This was uh, Memorial Day weekend, Sunday of. Uh, we start getting rumors. We got rumors in March that Peyton and Brady would be there. That comes to fruition. all comes together. It's going to be TNT, Barkley, all this stuff. Uh, we finally get to the day. Radar just looks horrendous for like all of Florida, especially Horrible. South Florida, but like, you know, miles and miles and like all the way across the panhandle. Um, looks terrible. There's no way they're getting it off. It doesn't look like they will get it off. Um, uh, it's just pissing down. And there's Tom Brady out there 
<laughs> grinding away on the range. You had sweet like who's practices in this? Like it's just pouring. There's no way they're going off. They don't go off on time. They go, you know, 30 minutes later or something. Yeah. Like, but then they're all go out there. It's like Brady is just grinding away in this absolute slop. Um, but then we learn, uh, you know, of course, Brady was a star the whole day. Charles Barkley relays that Brady had played 18 that morning. <laughs> He'd already played 18. <laughs> and that when Barkley showed up, Brady was doing wind sprints in the parking lot at Medalist and jumping jacks. I think that was a sign that, like, maybe this wasn't going to go so well for him. Like, you know, these guys who are in a different arena, you know, they're not comfortable. Do you think he took, like, his football prep to... I don't know. He played 18 the morning of. He's doing wind sprints in the parking lot. Barkley's like, I I, I really got to admire that dedication. Of course, like, an hour later, he'd be like, God, you suck. How many many (laughs) do you want to be giving me? He's He's like, Tom... How many you want from me when we go play our match? I'll, I'll be giving you shots. Um, this is great. Um, the entire so internet just, was making fun of Tom Brady all day long. Yes. So we quickly learn he has a vanity handicap. Like significantly, we think. I mean, starts horribly, right? I mean, he's, I he, mean, to he, be fair, this is an extremely tough the position of it, Steph Curry prove this again like this is a, such a hard spot to be put in if you do yep. not play like competitive golf at high level like especially anybody if you put like you're being watched by millions of people sure sure um so but they're getting three strokes on the front and so it was yeah. ball, best ball on the front and they're only ridiculous. getting three man and brady is kind of nuts which we'd learned was just ridiculous alternate shot on the back. But I mean, Brady's like in his pocket pretty much all the first five holes. And often it was in his pocket, like not even in his pocket. They can't find his ball. He was going the water. He'd go in the bushes. It, it was, was right. Unbelievable. It was left, and that was it. It was just first six hole, five holes. We learned. I mean, calls, my, quick- one of my favorite things was NFL Twitter. Just was yeah, all so over. Like, I mean, Mahomes is popping him. Everybody's having a blast that he's terrible. We quickly learned that he calls everyone babe. Remember this? He calls people <laughs> babe and big guy. And he calls Peyton Manning Pater. Do you remember that? He goes, hey, Pater, Pater, every 30 seconds. Um, I mean, it, it feels like trying to work through this. This just non-partner. At one point, like Brady's asking him for a yardage or what he should hit. I think it was maybe going for a green uh, two or par five. And uh, Phil politely, like gently says, it's everything you have in your bag and your dreams. When Brady asked him the yardage on a certain hole, everything you have in your bag and your dreams, like gently asks, tells him that. Um uh, you make an admission that you wish for more pro tracer for Brady because he had pop ups so far right and left. Like we needed more pro tracer. The thing you hate, say it doesn't matter. It's just a line. You indicated this chili dip was his worst shot, which I went back and I found it. He's just in the background. You know, Barkley's doing a <laughs> soliloquy on something and they're talking about the money being raised and the nurses and like there's Brady's on camera over there and like, 
I mean, I, he barely swung the club. And he's just, it's just a simple chip. <laughs> it's just like, goes, you know, five feet in the air, and three yards in front of him. It was just, they don't even mention it. They don't just keep yes, talking. That's but, the best you part about it. Was that, that it was just a, a horrendous, it was just one of the worst shots. And every, every, you know, anybody that struggled at golf in their life can relate to the shot. Sure. Like every, it's just the most, I think it's the worst shot in golf is when you just chili dip a, ch- a chip because like it happens like in slow motion. <laughs> and as it it's happening, to... you can't do anything about it. And then and they didn't even reckon. And then all of a sudden he's hitting again. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was like when we did that Mac O'Grady spotlight, it was when he was talking about how the ball felt like a grenade, yeah. like when he touch it. It honestly looked like Brady was afraid to, to, to touch the ball, like, it, but it's in the background. So it's just kind of happening. Um, but, you know, then he's like picking up, clubbing down. He's clubbing down a ton now on the tees, just trying to like stand. He's like hitting like he's hitting like five irons on like, you know, 500 yard holes, just trying to. Keep a ball in play. <laughs> um, so they're they're three down through six. He didn't know how to take. He didn't know how to take a red stake drop. That was a thing. That was like, well, that, that might be a sign. Which you know, whatever. That's acceptable too. But you know, they were. That was a. That was an issue. Um, it's going bad. Barkley's like. I you mean, know, you, joke, you haven't talked what? about the rain. It's just pissing rain. Well, it was horrible at the beginning. <laughs> Then they kind of got a little bit of break. And then it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. They got these carts wrapped. Remember with all their logos, I got that in the notes and different, you know, stuff like that. The monster, you know, on the side Um, and the cameras are, it is pouring. It looks miserable. Brady is drenched. He's in like, you know, the rain suit. Of course, you know, everybody remembers he split his pants, getting his ball out of the hole after he holed out. Hold out for birdie. Who was clear. he? Who was calling in, talking shit when he hold out? Well, so Barkley, Barkley was calling him. He goes, he's offering out. You know, he joked with Brady that he wanted a piece of him and said he would give him shots. Kepka had tweeted that he was uh, he'd give him a hundred k for any par on the front nine. <laughs> Kepka was donated a hundred k for any par. This is how bad it was after the first 5 6 holes. Any par on the front 9, 100k. Um so then he holes out for birdie. For birdie. <laughs> Cuz it was his fourth shot, middle of the fairway. And almost birdie almost lost the hole. It only it only tied the hole cuz Tiger lipped out an eagle uh, on the seventh. Seventh is a par 5 in middle, yeah, correct? Yeah. Par um, 5. Tiger lipped out for Eagle and Brady, Brady, you know, of course he's riding high. He holds out. He goes, suck on that char Chuck. Take a suck of, take a suck of that Chuck, whatever that means, but almost lost the hole. I remember it's, only, it's good for a tie, but it almost lost the hole. So. I was Go sitting ahead. in my house, you know, it's been silent in our house for months. Yes. And I yes. audibly I yelled. Tweet. I audibly yelled. It like you startled it. my wife. You have a great tweet about this is this is really well put. There's the shock and awe that only live sports brains, which we hadn't had. When TB made that wedge shot, I inexplicably yelled out loud for the first time since this shit started. It's just a great that's a great sentiment. Like live sports, that's what it brings. Um, 
what else do we have here? Uh, well, um, of course, we have uh, Phil doing this one's for you work day. You for, this one is for you work day. Now, what followed? It's the long drive or something. Whole long drive. By the way, at Seminole match, remember we were worked up the long drive holes. You didn't yeah. have to keep it in the fairway. So the and, long drive hole. No trace. The no work day tracing. guy. That's right. Workday CEO calls in, you know, it's he's crowbar and workday into this Capital One party, you know, or whatever the brands are. And he goes, we're giving like 500,000. He goes, all right, that's great. This one's for you, workday. Hit, go, no, no, no. Hit the cart. Hit the cart. Safe sign? Question mark? So, well, like, immediately that's not like the third the T, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's looking for a safe sign. He goes, hit the cart. He's hoping it to hit one of the like, you know, three, four, five carts to keep it in play after he goes, this one's for you, work day. Um, you know, TB splits his pants after he made the, the hole out. I, I don't have much else. They come back, they lose one down. There was the, you're for, the part you're three in the lead here. The closest to the closest to the pin. Well, let's I'll get to it. Closest to the pin on the back nine somewhere. Uh, and I think it was Brady and Manning's shots on a part three, and Russell Wilson calls in. Oh, Russell, that was, yeah, Russell Wilson's 16, being terrible. He's like net jets ambassador. He's he's being terrible, and he you know says we'll give X amount of dollars, and like Brady and Manning both stuff it, and they it's all nuts, stuffed right? it. Or all, they, yeah, everybody yeah, did. Yeah. It was or it's modified alternate shot. That's right. So all four teed off modified alternate shot. And all everybody just stuffs it, and Russell Wilson's out, or NetJets is out a bunch more money because they all I don't know hit it somewhere well, but uh, it was good. Phil's, JT, Phil's of course, drive on eleven was insane, or that par four where he drove the green to like two over, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was, was an unbelievable shot, and he was putting it on thick. He's like, oh yeah, baby, and all that stuff. He was wearing this was when I think we first saw the sunglasses, the reflective sunglasses, and. Before the round, he was doing the the videos with, you know, bombs and hellacious seeds. Our formulas like B plus HS equals IV, intimidation and victory. It made it was just very hard to follow and, and a little overdone. Um, what else? So, yeah, JT, of course, had that infamous line. Chuck, I'd love to see your fat ass try to dunk a basketball right now. JT was good as a walking yeah, reporter. Yeah, he was great. Really good. Um, it was just a great, really fun celebration Sunday afternoon. I know I'm bearing your lead that, that you had a, a tweet that Ernie Ernie never got outplayed by Peyton Manning. <laughs> you still contend Peyton Manning outplayed Phil Mickles. So while yeah. Tom Brady's just a non-factor, Phil was also quite poor on the front nine. I, on the front nine, Peyton Manning outplayed Phil Mickelson. Okay. All right. All right, maybe, I guess, sure. I think sure. they shot the same score. Uh, with the three shots? No, I think just straight up, they might have shot the same score. Um, Yeah, I, I had a tweet about Tom and Phil. I don't know how they're going to lose because Phil had just released his, his coffee for wellness and Tom Brady had just released something called immunity pills. <laughs> just ridiculous sort of snake oil stuff um immunity pills from the tb12 method of course we're in the middle of pandemic uh that's all i got i think that's it they came back they lost but tiger and peyton won uh one up i believe uh that's it 
That was uh, the match two. That got oh. those are our two golf events in the quarantine period. Match two was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Really good. Was, I'll like never forget that day. Everybody was so jacked up. The it, the cool thing about the match two was it like encompassed the entire sports world. Right. Everybody got everybody loved watching Brady like play a hor- again. He got it together pretty well for alternate shot because when we were watching that first nine. And we're like, this is, they're not going to be in play on all their shot. Even if they take Phil's drive every hole, like, you know what? It was like, this is going to be over because he could not keep the ball in play. He started clumping down. It was just fantastic. So, all right. Should we move on to the the, the return to golf? Capitalize? Cap- return to golf? Okay. Yeah. Return to golf. So, obviously, you know, the lead up to this, everybody was so unsure if this was going to work, you know? There's tons of speculation from everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's the 40 page document the tour send out, you know, with they had the charter planes, but not enough seats for everybody. Um, Obviously, a bunch of people were taking private transportation. But we found out later that, you know, a caddy couldn't get on one of the charter planes, got COVID going on a, on a, you know, regular flight. And, uh, you know, return to golf, all caps. So top, everybody's playing. Everyone's there. With the exception Tiger. of the UK. And Tiger. And Tiger. So top five in the OWGR play, 37. Because I remember those those ads were all like, we're back on the tee. <laughs> and I was Terrible like, Tiger, ads. they got to change like, Tiger's like, they're back on the tee. Because we didn't think we were going to see Tiger like really at all in the return to golf. Because he just, he would not commit. But go ahead. All right. So everybody's there. Top five in the OWGR, 37 of the top 50. And I I found this Eamon Lynch kind of lead into an article that summed up the week very well. And I'll set the stage for the week. The action itself reminded us of what we've been missing. The record will show that Daniel Berger beat Colin Morikawa in a playoff. But this week belonged to Bryson DeChambeau. He fell one shot shy of the playoff, but spent four days demonstrating Newton's second law of motion, force equals mass times acceleration, while looking like a guy who spent quarantine devouring boxes of Mr. (laughs) Newton's namesake cookies. (laughs) This is, this is the debut of, of the truly thick boy. Yes. Like the thick, thick boy. Thick, thick boy. Not thick Thanos, thicker Thanos. Yeah. Before it was all just child's play, but this this became just, I mean, they looked like a comic book character when they came back. And much like the match, you know, there's not a lot of sports going on. Bryson and his thickness encapsulated the world. You know, the, the sports world outside of golf. You know, there were people tweeting, you know, college football writers tweeting about thick Bryson. Like, who's this yeah. beefy boy <laughs> that plays golf? <laughs> um, you know, in the lead up to the week, Bryson dropped his quarantine video, which I rewatched today. Oh, God. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about submitting it to some film festivals. I don't think we need to go into all the hits of the, yeah, of the, sure. of the video. No, no, no. I posted some to Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, 
but yeah, I, you know, there there are just a lot of commentary about uh, about 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 Bryson. <laughs> Kyle Porter tweet: What did you do during quarantine? Fowler worked on hand position at the top. Rory tried to improve from seventy five yards and in. DJ literally nothing. Bryson, I ate Brian Palmer, uh, Brian Harmon. <laughs> Obviously a fake quote, but uh, <laughs> Will Knights uh, speculated, is the tour going to make Bryson pay for two seats on the charter flight to Harbortown? <laughs> I, re- I remember now that we bring this up. His dopey ass Puma scripting the first day made it look like he was wearing a weightlifting belt. Yes. <laughs> he had this big chunky stripe around the. It looked like he was wearing a weightlifting belt. You had a picture. You took a screenshot of him follow through and suggested yeah. that the PGA Tour should change the logo to that. Yeah, yeah. Sukumba uh, came through with the the Jerry West silhouette of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bryson says. Says the pre-week lead up that he is two thirty-six to two forty, depending on what time it is. Depending on the time of day, uh, four four pound range, depending on time of day. When did he that, drop that he was getting to two seventy? Was the goal? Does, do we have we had word of that? that I don't know if I've uncovered that yet. Okay, all right. So I have it somewhere. He's drinking. Uh, he says he's drinking five to six protein shakes a day <laughs> to keep the weight up. <laughs> I think later he speculates he might need to keep up it, depending on because he's walking eighteen holes every day. <laughs> And everybody starts asking about his stool. I found that. Yeah, There's yeah. all these people like this, all these comments on this. He's like, that guy's gotta be so a disaster in the bathroom. But I think you had to clarify. All so right. one of the other things that caused a little uproar before this is we haven't had golf for uh three months at this point. Nobody's played. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a bunch of past champion exemptions as the Charles Schwab always gets. <laughs> yes. So so you've got this stacked field, unbelievable field. And then and then yeah. people I want to clarify this. People will say, Oh, they aren't taking a spot. Well, like they're in the tournament. That's yeah. a spot that was made available. So it could have been available for, but Olin Brown, Chad Campbell, Keith Clearwater, David Frost. Who you did a spotlight, a little flashlight on, which was great. Yeah. Tom Lehman and Steve Stricker are in this field. And meanwhile, Luke List, who finished like, I think, 70th on the FedEx Cup uh, list the year before, God. won the Corn Ferry Tour event this week, you know, because he couldn't oh, get God. into the field. Sure. Didn't one of those guys play like Tommy Dockers? They call him Tom Lehman. He played was great. That, was it him or Minnesota? One of them played. What? One of those he rounds he played well. Played awesome the first round. I had an issue an apology okay. the 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 Friday <laughs> podcast. All right, all right. Um, and you know the the tour obviously with no fans. There's all these coverage in in the COVID. Like, uh, there's a big storyline going in. Is like how they're going to do coverage. And a couple of the coverage, obviously remote for Faldo and Nance, and um, but one of the coverage changes. A couple of them are drones, you know, so live drones, yeah, um, enhanced audio, 
and a confession booth, which obviously everybody loved to run with. They put a confession booth. I think it was between the ninth and 10th holes that people could go, you know, like people could submit questions for the confession booth and people. So so much better on paper and in theory than in actuality. Didn't we think like it was going to be, you know, people tell it on Pat Reed or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Andrew Landry was the star of the week in the confession cam. Um, he talks about not having fans at Colonial, and he says, it's not any different. No one watches me play anyways. <laughs> A little self-deprecation. Um, JT says he will never wear a mic, which prompted oh, yeah. some um, blowback. There's a Jay Rigdon um, uh, for... Um, God, awful, awful announcing. announcing. Uh, Jay yep. Rigdon article was great where he, he laid out like, you know, you're an entertainer. Yeah. You know, this happens in other sports all the time. It doesn't affect the sports. You know, there's no strategy that's being um, unveiled. It was a very well, well thought out take on the whole situation. Meanwhile, now that I think about it, he probably wore one for the uh, Payne's Valley Cup. Yeah. Right. He had mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's just I guess it depends on what kind depends of depends on how much money he gets paid. Yeah, interesting. Okay, all right. <laughs> the Benjamins solve all problems, you know. Okay. Right. Uh, Fowler did wear one, and people really got into it. There was great conversation with him and and Skavron about just like strategy, how they were playing shots, and that's like the the, okay. the point. That's where. People are like, this is the insight that Mike's can provide. It doesn't have to be the controversial stuff. All people want is like the conversation, you know? And yep. the, the other reality is like CBS shows so few shots live and golf in general shows so few shots live. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> 20% of the coverage <laughs> is actually live, you know? Right, um, right. Do you remember that there was a uh, Twitter, Twitter multicast the uh, first day? Yes, only because I know Darren Ravel asked, like, Adam Hadwin, who's that? Yeah. I think it was Hadwin. There's Hadwin, somebody that's, yes. like, won several, was on the President's Cup. Ravel had a stream. Like, Dude Perfect had a stream. They did, like... Do you, can you name some others? Do you remember any others? I have the whole list Oh, here. Danny Cannell, because I know I made a Thad Busby joke about mm-hmm. whether where's Thad Busby or Chris Winkie. Cannell had one. Paige Sporanic maybe had one. Yeah. Do you know um, who her co-host was? No. Wells from The Bachelor. Okay. Would not have guessed that in a lot of tries. Dude Perfect. Darius yeah. Rucker and Golden Tate. Annika Sorosan. And the uh, feed. Yeah, the troops. I wonder if they were only airing that like on the overseas basis. Yeah. USO. I wonder. I wonder if that counts as on their achievements list for PXG. You know, <laughs> who was the one after Rucker and, and... Uh, Sorenstam and Lincecum, okay. um, Ravel and Sobel, the Leadbetters, ha- Haley and uh, Halley, Halley, sorry, Halley and uh, David, uh, Henny Zool and Eddie Pepperell, which was quite. Amusing. They were good, actually, right? Yeah. They added. Pepperell okay. was talking about drinking, you know, a lot. Okay. Kevin Pet- Peterson and uh, Connor Moore, the, you know, golf. Yeah. 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 So that's it. That's those were the uh, those were the people. Okay. Danny Cannell, like you said. So I had your your tweet 
pulled up. Okay. Inside the ropes. Uh, who, who had this? This was Shackleford. Inside the ropes was also a segment brought. The new on-course interview element may have been the single worst waste of time in golf television history. This is Shackleford? This is Shackleford. I think I speak for all, but immediate families or maybe sponsors paying for collar logos that we did not need to know what, uh, but, but we did not need to know what Jim Furyk is working on or that Keegan Bradley is happy to be back playing golf in a full hostage video voice. <laughs> so that didn't go Is well. that the confessional thing? Is that, or is that different? I think it was they different. They came back with so many damn things, the multicast or whatever we just went through, these ideas and the return to golf activation, the ads and all that. There was a lot getting thrown at us. It, Justin Rose was tied for the first round lead after oh. shooting 63. And this was his first appearance since the, the, Anma. Anma. the post Anma era officially. <laughs> so, so of course tied for the lead. <laughs> Horrible day. Like worst, worst thing possible. Anma, yeah. Anma thinks that this has just been buried by the coronavirus and yeah. first round out of, of the quarantine. Justin Rose is leading in his first tournament since ditching Anma. So good. Um, Phil's wearing the big glasses again. Brooks has a mustache. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going nuts because Spieth is in the mix. He's all over the place, but he's in in the hunt. He always he of course, can cobble it together at Colonial a little bit, no matter where he's hitting it. But yeah. And uh, of course, Sunday fade to like T10 or T9. Um, Daniel Berger wins in a playoff over Colin Morikawa, but Morikawa misses a shorty on 18 after he hit an incredible wedge. And then he missed a short putt in the playoff. Xander had a horseshoe that kept him out of the playoff. Rory was Custard in the off. mix. Um, but he had a really bad Sunday, so there's the Sunday Rory fade. Rory. Yeah, Sunday yeah. Rory. Um, yeah. and then the beefy boy. He was he in had, it. No. Yeah, he was. He was, well. he was second. A, a okay. Thick beefy boy beyond, you know, just showing up, huge. Just yeah, being the yep. star of the show. He's also in the hunt, bombing drives, just hitting it over bunkers that other guys are hitting it into. And he's in contention, but then he has some backboarding uh, TIO drama. Oh, he makes a bogey on like the 17th. He hits it over the green. He's, you know, he has a rules official over there. All that. He finishes T second or T third tech, you know, Um, trying to see what else there is. There's a couple other things. Uh, Nance botches uh, an ad read. Oh, wrong goes, company or something like that. Yeah, he goes. The Charles Schwab Challenge is sponsored by Allstate. You know, and he he goes into the ad read and he goes, "I'm sorry, by Geico." <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't it like the first? So he he was doing all four days, right? Like CBS had everything, like their yeah. crew. Yeah, it wasn't like within like the first ten minutes, Bryce uh, Brooks maybe dropped a big f bomb, and yes. Nance had to apologize. Like with golf's back, and and Brooks is dropping an f bomb with all, all right over the mic. But okay, um, Nance was yeah. 
other things going on this week. Uh, Rose donates all the money for the ladies' uh, European tour, Rose. the Rose Swing in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Rose pointed out that since the creation of the ranking system in 1986, the Colonial event has never featured both the top two in the OWGR, let alone the top five. And this spurred a lot of conversation about like, maybe we should have less events. Maybe the tour is a bit oversaturated with 49 events in a year. And this Mm -hmm. started it. Rory talked about it. A lot of people talked about that. The uh, data golf put together their peak performance study, which measured in the strokes gained era, the players that had the highest peak performance, the best run, best golf, Tiger, obviously, number one, VJ, number two, Ernie, number three, Phil, number 15. Oh, yeah, you were giddy about this. That's right. That's right. Not really a year in review, but I, I got, I got, I get what you're going at. Yeah. Massive indictment on Phil Mickelson is the, you know, one of the great, you know, the second greatest player of his generation behind Tiger. Massive indictment that he was not dominant at all. Apparently, allegedly, you know, did he to MC the data. at Colonial too? He came back hitting yeah. bombs, and I think he went home early. I had that he somewhere. He just, yeah, he was talking about how he just hit it everywhere and was awful. <laughs> Um, and then obviously with George Floyd, there was a moment of silence uh, at 846 and you know and the tea time was left empty. So that was going on also. Um, Brandel calls Twitter a, a cesspool on air. <laughs> and it calls it a cesspool because it mostly lean, skews left. Those were his words. Oh, that was so weird. Yeah. This rich learner, learner, learner like, kind of popped learner was back. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what like, are you talking what? about or something? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then there's Yachtgate. Yeah. So uh, Riggsy over at Barstool reports that Yacht. Tiger's yacht is on the way to Saint Simon's Island, but who knows? It was just going somewhere. But <laughs> but Yachtgate. Yeah. We got a bunch of tips that like his girlfriend was. Yeah, I don't know. Was that Saint Simon's? And they thought it was going towards Hilton Head, right? He's yeah. going to commit to Harbortown. So that leads us into Harbortown. That was long. Harbortown. The return to golf. These ads oh, are just one, destroying us. One last but, thing uh, would be remiss to not mention OWGR Gate. Yes, I have that in a couple of these. Different, yeah, I mean, Westy's fired up about it, Matt right? Fitz, Fitzy's fired up. All the Europeans are just fired up about it. And, you know, Rory actually clapped back. You could come to America and play. And, you yeah. know, then later that they pop back at Rory in a couple of weeks. Because this was when, like, I mean, Berger, uh, you know, this he doesn't get in the Masters, but he jumped like from 100 to 33 or something mm-hmm. like that. Or some Berger was in tears. I thought that was a cool moment. But yeah. So, all right, Harbor Town. Privacy heads north. Does not does not go to Harbor Town though. Uh, the return to golf ads are just like it was cool the first. I mean, whatever it wasn't cool, but you know, you got you got. Joey Fatone or whoever introducing Bryson, every ad read is like Ricky Fowler every 10 seconds. You're hearing that. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, just nonstop. Um, so Harbortown, 
There's no wind. It's summer. It's soft. And the guys just go crazy low, right? This is not the usual conditions they're used to playing in late June. And everybody is just a birdie barrage. Do you remember who won? Harbortown. Webb. Yeah. Webb birdied five of his last seven to beat Abraham Honest Abe by a shot. But, I mean, you had Berger in the mix. You had Hatton, went like 63-64. Just everybody's lighting it up. Bryson was in the final group on Saturday. Wasn't a factor necessarily on Sunday. Brooks made a run. I think Brooks shot like a 62 or something on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, 65 actually. Just a ton of low rounds. But Webb clips answer because it's, it's soft and there's no wind. Answer... Missed seven greens the entire week out of 70. He had 65 out of 72 greens in regulation. Now, imperfect stat, but he's just striping. I remember we were just, you know, Abe was just trying to frantically chase down uh, Webb. He was running as fast as he can in golf, you know, figuratively. (laughs) But total control, but couldn't really putt at all. I mean, total control in like a tight course, hitting 65 greens. I think it shattered a record but could not lost to Webb by one. It was just amazing ball striking. Justin Ray, though, around that head, his tweet, hold me closer, tiny answer. Yes. Because they just did him no favors on his post-round presser. They have like the zoom, they're zoomed in way low. And there's just tons of like blue space above his head and the microphone's like at his nose. It makes him look like he's in fifth grade. And Justin Ray had his hold me closer, tiny answer. Um, all right, so web web wins. We can do we can do the Bryson segment now. Um, so he's hitting it over the net, cutting down the net. He's going down clip like he just won regionals and NCAA tournament. He hits it over the net at Harbor Town, but this is also where he starts setting up like on the back of the range. Oh, yeah, at the most like you know the outer edge of the range while there's guys you know next to him are hitting balls like thirty yards up in front of him. Um, he was clear in the net. Hitting into houses, Hilton Head homes on the back over the net, I think across nine. Uh, we got a tip from somebody that he, he hit someone, right? Someone sent us a tip that he Danny hit a Chops. Oh, that's what he, he hit Danny Chops. I forgot about it. We this. got that like weeks later, months oh, later. Yeah. I couldn't find it because it wasn't this week. It was a source. It was with this, uh, you know, I was talking to a source, you know. And he he airmailed the fence and it, and it hit Danny Chops who was caddying for, I want to say caddying. Uh, yeah, he was caddying. Or PGA Tour No, he was caddying. Oh, Jazzy, maybe. Yeah, he Jazzy was caddying Jay? for Jazzy J, and it hit him. Yeah, that was the tweet that the the, the concerned homeowner is that every time Bryson goes on the range, our house is getting shelled. Um, so he's he's doing that again. Rory kind of really this is where we first hear from Rory, like after he played with them on Sunday at Colonial, Colonial. You know, I talked to Harry and we were out there and we go, holy shit, that was unbelievable. He tweaked and him. This started your theory that <laughs> Rory won't be the same after seeing the, the What does the club. record show us for the rest of the uh, year? That's a fair point. Uh this is also where we get he can't unleash the Kraken at Harbor Town. The full, you can't unleash the Kraken, which is, I guess, his full off the tee powers. He had just ridiculous, like, putting green setups. Like, the one day he had, you know, three or four laptops, all sorts of wizard electronics. The next day, 
he was putting inside like a planter's box, like a potter's box, like one thing you put on the edge of your window, you know, in the front of your house or the side of your house. It's this makeshift four two by four box. It's just ridiculous setups. Um, so he's owning the sport, right? You talked about how everybody, everybody yeah. in the sports world. And then they didn't put him on streaming for PGA Tour Live initially for I this week. And people that. erupt. You're like, he just uh, like, this is all anybody wants to watch. And they didn't even have featured groups because there was some, you know, they're going to have them next week at Travelers and you can't do three weeks in a row. Well, that that whole rule went out the window by by Thursday. They got her Friday. They had us round and featured groups. Um, speaking of which, Christina Kim was on PGA Tour Live. I think this was the first time we saw her. and She was awesome at that. Um, Bryson was asked about his putting struggles. <laughs> and they asked, so Bryson, do you think it's line or speed? He goes, it's launch. It's, it's most launch. likely launch. It's launch and spin. So neither line nor speed. He was not playing that game, the pedestrian language. It's launch, most likely launch or spin. Um, he, oh, he, he has a quote, I eat whatever I want whenever. Big, big subject of his caloric intake this week. Um, you know, just all the, you know, all the calories he's eaten and when and where. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, Brooksy, Brooksy, this is where we got a little bit like Brooks is back, right? Yeah. And we, we hear yeah, this, he like, played great. This is the healthiest I've been in years. He hit a, he drove the green, uh, one of those part fours hit it to like three feet, nine, right? Um, I think it was nine. That's what I was. Yeah. Um, but he had a mid weather delay beef with Nick Faldo. So we got, <laughs> I remember this. we got no. We got no fans, right? They're letting this is a hot mic central. Tons of F bombs. Gary Woodland gets caught. You know, this this squeaky clean Kansas boy gets caught dropping an F bomb. Rom's caddy is like, this is, you know, a fucking joke of a setup or something like that. Not a die fan, maybe. a uh, lot of hot mics. Um a lot of remember I joked about the little rugrats in the pool? like these backyard homes and these homes and the pools that are abut the courses. And then like, there's some video of Bubba putting and some kids screaming in the middle of Bubba. Some making some ungodly sound while Bubba's putting Bubba gets apoplectic. Um, but this was, so it's quiet. You can hear all the kind of noise and obviously caddies and players with the hot mics. And Brooksy had some quote. If the announcers would just shut up and listen, you could hear every word we're talking about. We don't need to be mic'd up. You know, and you don't need to be mic'd up. They've got the boom mic up. If the announcers would just shut up and listen, you could hear every word we're talking about. So Faldo, for some reason, takes this personally. And Brooks is like, he was like throwing a temper tantrum all weekend. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, a little saucy, Faldo. Um, Faldo takes this personally. And Brooks, you know, it's when he's playing Saturday night or something, he hits on 18. He goes, I guess I'll just shut up and listen, Faldo says. And they do it. And like, you know, not much happens. He doesn't say anything. And and Faldo makes a flippant remark like, oh, fascinating stuff there. Uh, popping back at, at Brooksy. And so then they're in a weather delay, three-hour weather delay on Sunday. And, uh, and they show Brooksy driving the green at the par four. And he tweets like, he makes a subtweet. He goes, oh, fascinating stuff here. Because the guy's talking all through 
his some other guy that's not fell that's talking all through his driving the green and it's him talking to Ricky Elliott. It's just him these subtle jabs that that Bryson or, or that Brooks is taking at Faldo. But he said he talks about how you know he's still he's on the straight and narrow because he went and saw Butch you know around the Players Week before golf went away. You know it's the healthiest I felt in years. I feel like he can really move through the ball. Of course that didn't last long. You know he's at the PGA a month or so later. He's on the ground. Things like that. Um, what else? Oh, Spieth went 37-29 and was T1 at one point. But, you know, Spieth on a place like Harbortown. Um, the duct that, tape. Yeah, yeah came, came apart <laughs> quickly. Leaderboard was just crazy bunch. DJ was three back, but was T22. Joaquin Neiman got involved. Carlos, Carlos Ortiz was involved. There was a big bump, bunk, uh, bunker rake gate. They didn't rake the bunker behind 18. Oh, and Ryan it Palmer was, yeah. and Tesori went off about it. And it turned out to be Ortiz's caddy. Like they're like, who it was caught again with the mics. They're like, who didn't rake that bunker? That that's awful. That's inexcusable. Like, how did that happen? That was a big uh drama. Um this, of course, is where we get our first positive. Uh COVID positive player. It is Nick Watney. He is uh, test positive, but, you know, says symptoms, but still comes to the course. This was some drama, right? He comes to the course. He's seen like maybe with Brooks next to him in the parking lot. He's talking to Rory on the putting green. His playing partners are getting tested. Um, You know, Eamon Lynch caught like the PGA Tour statement, some inconsistencies. It turns out maybe they were just being kind of subtle with the language, like sneaky with the language. But tour statement said Watney reported symptoms before arriving at the golf course Friday. Yet one witness tells Eamon Watney was with his caddy, Tony Navarro, on the range, standing next to Siwoo Kim. He was on his phone and then left the range. So he's out there. Um, and this became like a real big drama, like their first case did they botch it. Are they, is the, is the communications team lying to us telling us, you know, uh, he, you know, had symptoms that didn't come to the course, but it turns out they were just kind of a little like sort of loose with their language. Um, JT says it's an absolute zoo around here, referring to Hilton head as in like people are just going yeah. out and I mean, it's still early in the pandemic. Um, and of course, Sergio Garcia had some thoughts on the matter. Um, he says, you know, a lot more people deserve it. Watney's one of the best people out here on tour. Yeah. There are a lot more people who deserve COVID than him. Unbe- which is unbelievable. Quite quite the sentiment to express. Um, Sergio played well, though, by the way, too. He had a T5, shot 65, 65, 65 over the final three, week, uh, three rounds. Um, what else do we have here from the week? Uh, Joseph Bramlett had an albatross on 18 on the, the, the popper, the popper of Pontevedra event at the world golf hall of fame, but Chris Kirk won it, which was like a really cool story. Like his skinny Vinny was in it. Skinny Vinny was in it. He was in it. Uh, but Bramlett had an albatross, but it didn't matter. Chris almost thought it would go to a playoff, but Chris Kirk like went nuclear there. Um, the boo stopper is born. The nickname, the boo stopper, who is Brian, (laughs) Brian Gay. So you got you got you got worried that you know Brian Gay his legendary round um, of I think it was twenty under right he shot twenty under uh, one by eleven to, one by double digits. Kip Henley who was his looper then his caddy was going nuts like don't come at me when I say comparing Webb's scoring record is equal to Brian Gay's in 09. 10 under got second place when Brian Gay shot twenty under. 
10 under finished T48 this week. Case closed. So the boo stopper, his honor was being defended uh, on Twitter by his former caddy after Webb went 20, shot 22 under to win. It was so um, soft. The the course played so much differently. I'll never forget right. how. Like it's like, God, this right. is like the endorsement of like time of year matters so much for places. Right. Um, we had uh, Patrick Reed was playing with Daniel Berger and had a, a drop situation in like the pine straw on one one side of the hole, and Berger came all the way over. Like his drive was on the. This was like Thursday morning, so early. Burger's side was on the other side. Burger's drive was on the other side of the hole. He like wandered all the way over to make sure there were, you know, it was being adjudicated properly. Um, there, that big thick plane came flying through the Dream Lifer. Do you remember that? The thick yeah. plane is like two planes on top of one. You know, is that the thick boys' private jet? Um, Sunjay missed the cut. What was on the range? grinding all weekend in between players didn't have a tea time but was grinding he had to wait there. for the charter flight wait for the private private jet um hatton there was a lot of like hatton just angst we didn't you know didn't need to go through that they had the drone there again but a lot of complaints that it was only being used to show the lighthouse in the harbor getting a little dizzy doing that um that's it i think i got oh another note so young rue Won the Korean Open Women's Open this week, and she yeah. de- dedicated her two hundred six thousand dollars first place check to COVID nineteen rele- relief efforts, which followed her giving a hundred grand to a food pa- pantry charity program, and which follows her gifting half of her second place winnings at this year's Women's Aussie Open to those uh, affected by the brush fires. Like, shout out So Young Ru. LPGA wasn't back, but she had won on the Korean Women's Open. Uh, that's all I got for Harbor Town. We're, we're off to, uh, travelers, travelers, the most tense week of the year outside of the players. Why Todd watch? Oh, cause of the positives and positives. Yeah. yeah. Shipnuck had that column to shut it down. We got to yeah. shut it down. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, on the course Sunday showdown between Todd and DJ. Todd stalls out, just didn't have anything in the tank, was poofing out there, making tons of pars, pars and bogeys, didn't get it done. DJ wins 13th consecutive season with a win. So obviously was a big legacy week, which he only added to later in the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was the worst COVID week uh, in terms of the PGA Tour's return of the year. And there were, as you alluded to, calls, many calls for the plug to be pulled. Uh, Ship, Alan Shipnuck wrote an article about this, that America didn't deserve sports. And, uh, you know, with the positives, so Cameron Champ test positive. Monahan flew up there, remember? Yes. Like he had to fly. I remember that vaguely. Yep. So this is like the litany of what happened, right? Okay. Cameron Champ test positive. Later, you found out that he was like wandering around working with his physio after testing positive, which, you know, raises a ton of questions like what the hell is going on? Mc- Graham McDowell's caddy test positive after he took a commercial flight because there wasn't space on the charter plane. And uh, McDowell was with him at a funeral or something, you know, yeah, so yep, he yep. close contact withdraws. Ricky Elliott, Brooks's caddy, test positive. 
Um, he's out. So Ricky is out. Brooks is out. His brother, Chase, who Monday qualified in, is out because they had dinner. Close contact. They're all staying at the same house. And yeah, yeah. Webb Simpson's out right after winning because one of his family members comes down with COVID. And so all of this is is obviously Watney had already tested positive and it seems to be spiraling out of control. And that's when Big J gets on Lup Force One, flies himself <laughs> up to Connecticut. One of the things they, you know, mitigating factors, what they did before, they they bought whoop, whoops for everybody. Oh, yeah. Because Watney said the whoop respiratory thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, next thing, yeah, the whoops for everybody. Um, but Big J flies up, they cancel all the press conferences, all the player conferences, and it's you know, and everybody's like, Are they canceling? You know, is this it? Is we got another shutdown coming? And a very tense press conference ensues where everything's about the COVID and the positive cases. The J is pressed repeatedly about players and how they might not be taking it seriously and how these protocol lapses and he he refuses to say anything about players you know he's just (laughs) just saying we have a plan you know this is all part of the plan you know but you know they got through it right one of the things they you know one other thing that happened jason day felt symptoms did not test positive but he he played solo, which was oh yeah, you know, he got to play that. at his pace. <laughs> That's right, on the back end of the T sheet, right by yeah. himself or something like that. Yeah, just an ideal situation for today. <laughs> um, caddies were banned from putting greens. The tournament goes on, but it was like I remember I was on my baby moon, and uh, with my wife, like a little trip to Michigan, and. I said to her, I was like, I got to watch this press conference. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, it did seem, I forget how, yeah, it it did seem at a crossroads. There, there was tension there. So. Over the weekend, Fratelli and Denny McCarthy tested positive. So going into the next event. So it, it just was a crazy time. You know, Kyle Porter tweeted, it's almost like a bubble that moves from city to city with people yeah. constantly entering and exiting and part and part of the country not taking all of this seriously isn't a bubble at all, which right. was kind of the resounding thing, you know? Um, yep. In a practice round, Bryson tried to drive the 420-yard par oh, 4 17th. Across the pond at 17. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Stayed dry. And, uh, you know, stay dry, but Brentley remind, uh, from golf, uh, golf channel asked him afterwards and Bryson said on 17, I just thought I'd give it a go and give it a rip. And I was able to get over after three or four tries, but it's not worth it. I'd have to achieve 200 to 205 mile an hour ball speed every time to be able to hit it over that with that wind, which we were praying for that, like that we were that he might need like an eagle or something to just you know he'd throw it haplessly out there you know Sunday just to go for it but I don't think that ever situation presented itself. He notches his third straight top ten this week. <clears throat> uh huh. It's very clear what he's doing is working. 
Um, FedEx Cup file you tweeted about. We had a great Phil Mickelson FedEx file graphic on the on the telecast. I don't remember this at all. You ready for what was in the FedEx file? Yes, yeah. Phil Mickelson. Never been more ready. Yep. FedEx Cup rank forty five. Age fifty. Birthplace San Diego. Here are the three facts they listed about Phil Mickelson. You know, somebody's tuning in. I'm going to learn about Phil Mickelson. His 50th birthday was June 16th. Played golf with his dad on Father's Day. His dad was a fighter pilot and instructor in the Navy. That was it. (laughs) What? That was the FedEx. That's all they, that's, that's this Hall of Fame life in golf. That's all they had. All time character, this incredible character. Interesting. Played golf with his dad on Father's Day. All right. He also uh, hit a bunker shot onto the train tracks. Yeah. He oh. Bladed one. Okay. Wasn't there one with DJ going OB or something? Yes. We're going to get to that. By those train tracks? Okay. So DJ, you know, it almost got close at the end. It kind of got close. But DJ hit his drive out, out of bounds on the 13th hole. And they had they had they had to get the rules staff out there with a string to measure oh. his, from uh, stake to stake to or stake what? to stake to see if it was okay. out of bounds. Wow, I I remember that. Okay, um, let's see what else happened. So uh, this was a big week. Uh, the USGA rights happened this week. Oh, Sunday, Sunday night. night bombshell. So Fox gives gives up the USGA events. They weren't really happy that they had them after that billion dollar contract. And then with everything going on in football, it was going to be a nightmare for them to try and get all these USGA events in. NBC picks up the cord or picks up the picks up the deal. And that was huge news. Phil got into the US Open on an expanded OWGR exemption. After he said he would not take a special exemption, he got in by merit because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryder Cup gets postponed this week. Uh, Bryson, along with his top T6, this is where he talks about becoming the house. Oh, yes. Brooks had the brakes truck. He wants to be the house. He was making all these card card what a like game theory type you know illusions yeah yeah poker play yeah stuff like that i want to be the house will gordon gets a stepper uh special temporary exemption because of his play i think he finished t-third and and then Ryder cup gets postponed okay well i think we got a tip actually because of weddings got moved in 2020 yeah you might have been ahead of that you had a, a wedding to yeah getting Something there next year that was told, hey, you got to yep. figure something else out now. So that's right. That's right. Ca- caddies were banned from Buddy Greens. That was their fix. You mentioned that. Fix. that, you mentioned that. Will Nice had a great tweet of like, can we get a camera watching Bryson go out to the Buddy Green and carry all of this <laughs> stuff with him? <laughs> that's a great one. All right. All right. That it? That's it. DJ, really. It was a sad day for Todd watched. I remember that. That's Todd all, got smoked. Like really not. Yeah. That's a little different level. Precursor on. for a future tournament. That's true.
All right, Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Classic. So we're going from Hartford to Detroit. Other news outside of this Rocket Mortgage Classic, the Thunder Bear suspension was lifted. He would later be known, <laughs> come to be known as the Piss Bear by you in an offhand remark. Uh, Ricky was back after taking a week off because of a blister issue. You pondered this was some sort of long-term activation play for some sort of blister therapeutic. Um, we had a Rackham flashback Friday. We had a Rackham flashback Friday, which got us just generate a ton of zoo golf anecdotes because we learned that sometimes the giraffes wander over to the wall. You can, you can see the giraffes looking in on Rackham in Detroit. Possibly, um, possibly inspired a, a article written by a publication, but didn't mention anything about our podcast about it. I forgot about that. Harris English test positive. He's the fifth to test positive since the return to golf capitalization. They capitalize it in the announcement that Harris English has turned has tested positive. They like are using this as if it's you know, uh, you know, Fourth of July, D Day. You know, uh, Buckingham Palace, return to golf. It's a proper noun now. Um, fifth to test positive. They come up with the Camp Champ rule, though. The tour altered its protocols so Champ could get back in the field. He tested positive at uh, Travelers, then tested negative three consecutive days, which kind of wiped out the, the rule that they had. You know, you had to self-isolate for 10 days. Uh, so he had three negative tests after that. Um, little odds and ends. So Peter Burns of ESPN <clears throat> asked, you know, what's a, what's a favorite random sports stat that blows your mind every time you see it? A lot of golf people jumped in with this one, including friend of the, well, not friend of the program, but a, a, someone that's always on our beat, or on our radar, John Peterson. So what's a favorite random sports stat? John Peterson replies, Bryce DeChambeau, who is the, you know, Flavor of the year at this point. Everybody's talking. Bryson DeChambeau doesn't have a top five in a major, but I do. That's John Peterson's favorite random sports stat. I mean, this is on the back of Cantlay. I'm better, you know. Of course, by the end of the year, that stat would no longer be true. It would have been a tough day in the Peterson household when when Bryson took care of that. That's true. That's true. Uh, the Wednesday they have that challenge match. I think this is the first one of these where it's like Bubba, HV3, Jason Day, Nate Lashley, I want to say. Um, which just gets into the whole charitable issue with this uh, this event. They had the 3 one Oh, challenge. Oh, this is the one where that. you hate the charity. You hate charity. Yeah. This is where it originated. PGA Tour comes. Jack Ryan, special agent. Tom Clancy novel uh, star. Pop Brendan. He got, he got in my kitchen for suggesting that you make an eagle, an ace, <laughs> and a birdie in consecutive during the same round, which I guess they moved it to the all four rounds. Eagle, ace, and birdie. It doesn't matter. And, and that the, the benevolent folks at Rocket Mortgage will donate a whopping $313,000 if that... <laughs> You the know, insurance policy occurring yeah. many underwriters is less than $100 for this. You were big on the whole underwriters, like celebrate. You had gifts. They're celebrating champagne when the last three one three threat went off the books. You were having fun with the underwriter angle. Um, so I just suggested that, like, hey, this could happen, but I mean, it's just a ridiculous sort of PR move. And Jack Ryan got in my face, and you know, I was accused of disliking charity. Um, it's just Eagle Ace Birdie. 
and, and then like love mark like got the eagle and the birdie in the first day and anytime everybody anyone got the two threes they just started going heavy on it rocket mortgage pga tour pga tour comms everybody's going crazy of course nobody got the a like of course nobody did all three the three one and the three of course uh, not to be clear lots of money was raised for charity bubba was great his thing he donated a ton of money uh to detroit i think it was like you know, getting iPads or electronics for, for the kids who are distance mm -hmm. learning, which is great. Um, while we're on the subject of Detroit, this was one of my favorite things. Um, this was the week Ricky had the advertisement for Rocket Mortgage that Detroit has always had a special place in his heart. He's like never, he's never been to Detroit. This is like just complete phoniness for the complete phoniness for, for an ad. It's running every break. Rocket Mortgage, Detroit has always has this, always had a special place in my heart. Laz Versailles had a funny tweet about this when I pointed that this seems uh, to strain credulity. Laz Versailles said, quote, mom and dad were always listening to Motown records when we went dirt biking. <laughs> Which is about, maybe might be the only connection Ricky might have to Detroit, aside from, you know, one of his major sponsors being located there. Bryson, uh, Bryson took shots at Donald Ross this week. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Ross, uh, but does your bunkers don't matter. Mr. Ross, by the way, is dead and probably doesn't know what's does not care and not get in the apology. Um, Bryson was also wearing his optimized variables polo from wherever Puma. It's got like equations on it all over it. Little oh, equations. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they they lean into the math. Authentic scientists. There are bunkers around 290 yards, he said. So hopefully I'll be able to clear those and take those out of play. Sorry, Mr. Ross. It is what it is. Um, what else do we have here? Well, Brendan Quinn of The Athletic had a great article about how a lot of guys were kind of or, uh, players and players' wives. This was like a new world like mm -hmm. a, that they've been dropped into. And, of course, you have all the social justice and Black Lives Matter movements, the protests. Uh, against police brutality going on at this time. And, uh, you know, this Brendan Quinn article is like, it, the fields were dramatically, it was not as strong as those first three weeks. And he thought it was a missed opportunity for pretty much the only event on tour that's like in a predominantly African-American neighborhood or a city where you could see what was kind of, what was going on in the country at that time or what might be the issue that these inequalities yeah that we were talking about. And then during the broadcast on Sunday, I think it was Sunday that that protest, of course, maybe Saturday went to Detroit golf club. Right. And you could hear it very clearly on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they got their point across, they, you know, right. You could hear it on the broadcast. It was very clear. Nance and whoever was doing it just didn't even acknowledge it though. I may not have been Nance. It might've been a McAtee event, but didn't even acknowledge that it was happening. Right. And mm -hmm. so we had that moment of silence back in Dallas, uh, Colonial, then you just have this protest that's like not a part of the plan. It's on the broadcast. They're just, I don't know. I, I don't know that we're, we need to follow up on that next year. Like, right. The tour yeah. talked about how they were going to do a lot of things. I just, I'm not sure where we are on that. And, and the, reading a lot of research on Detroit, it kind of brought me back to thinking about those initial pledges to do more. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Matt Bryson's, Wolf was great in that yeah. final round. 
so yes, he was poor on the front, but then really, really pushed uh, Bryson on the back nine. He shot, this was first top 10 since he won at the 3M the year before. Um, what else do we have? Um, so Bryson, obviously Saturday is a big thing, right? The cameraman gets in his face or he gets in the cameraman's face. Will Gray is out there. He's all over it. He caught up with them on a seven where he took a Sergio slash at a sand after oh. splashing out of a greenside bunker. Oh he mu- muttered an expletive after missing the par save and then spent 60 seconds in a testy discussion with the cameraman on his way to the 8T. So if not for Will Gray, we wouldn't have known that happened. Then Will was there and asked him about it after the round. And here's Bryson. I'm just going to read in full so we can remember it all. He was literally watching me the whole entire way up after getting out of the bunker, walking up next to the green. I was just like, sir, what is the need to watch me that long? I mean, I understand it's his job to video me. Duh. But at some point, I think we need to start protecting our players out here compared to showing a potential vulnerability and hurting someone's image. I just don't think that's necessarily the right thing to do. As much as we are out here performing, I think it's necessary that we have our times of privacy as well as things that aren't going our way. I mean, we're in the spotlight, but if somebody else is in the spotlight, they wouldn't want that either. He's just contradicting himself back and forth. I feel like when you're videoing someone and you catch Tiger at a bad time, you show him accidentally doing something or someone else, they're just frustrated because they really care about the game. It's all because they care about the game. That's why when you catch them, their vulnerability is just because they care so much about the game. It could really hurt them if they catch you at a potentially vulnerable time. We don't mean anything by it. We just care a lot about the game. For that to damage our brand like that, that's not cool in the way we act. Because if you actually meet me in person, I'm not too bad of a dude, I don't think. Just maybe Bryson's, the low point of Bryson's year? I may be omitting something that's terrible. This, but. Yeah, this is bad. Brooks Brooks popped him. He 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 tweeted the Kenny Power steroid yeah. thing. Yeah. Talking about protecting his brand, having to tell some Damon Lynch had a great line in an article. Like anybody who tells them tells has to tell you that they're not too bad a guy usually is kind of a, a tool. Um, so that was the big thing on Saturday. Just explodes about this is all going on when when tours. You know, new rights are being negotiated. Golf channels being sort of hollowed out, right? Uh, there's just all like, how is this game going to be covered? Are we going to be able to see what we want to see? Are people going to be able to ask the players these questions, right? It was just a massive sort of uh, topic of conversation outside before Bryson starts talking about, well, he shouldn't have to be, you know, filmed in a playing field, you know, in a public sphere, a public competition for millions of dollars. That blew up. But of course, Comes back, he wins the next day. He's absolutely murdering the ball. He's, you know, at one point, 196 ball speed. He's flying bunkers on corners by 65 yards. He hit it to like 383 to the front of greens. At one point, he told Troy Merritt the hit, even though he had the honor, because he was going to hit, you know, try and drive 399 yards a par four, which is sort of an alpha move. He broke shot link. Because they were measuring his drives oh, yeah. as approach shots, so his proximity stats were like terrible. But that's because, you know, they were reading his drives as as approach shots. Um. Uh. So he 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 birdies. He plays the he misses the first four fairways and uh kind of a harbinger of what would come. He misses the first four fairways and plays it in three under. Right. Yeah. So immediately starts making up on Matt Wolf. He shot 64, Wolf shot 64, lead by three, but was shaky on the front. 
um, but really starts to push him, push him on the back uh, to, to make it closer. Uh, Bryson, then after his protect the brand comments on Saturday, goes full NASCAR in the, uh, in the post-win interview, the trophy, before he would do it at Wingfoot later. Just listing nothing but his sponsors ends that with an I love everyone. So he's like, I love Oregon. I love the, I just love, I love everyone. Um, what else happened? Oh, Patton Orr sent in a visual of a tracer malfunction that you use that more proof. It's just a line. Tracer's leading us astray. You're very happy about that. Um, what else do I got here? A couple odds and ends. Someone sent you a 2006 Ryder Cup hat signed by JJ Henry. Just huh. anonymous. Oh, because we did the 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 JJ Henry spotlight on uh, yep. during Travelers Week. What a yep. nice gesture! I still don't know who did that. Bryson becomes the favorite at all three majors. I mean, he's just he's been the talk of the tour, and now he's won on tour. I think he was by far and away like the most under par through the first four events. Back. Uh, that's it. Last thing, amusing thing. Minor league golf tour had a tie. They had a shared title due to COVID restrictions, which just had us completely confused. The restrictions did not forbid them from playing, but apparently like the playoff hole was just the bridge too far, which goes in the pantheon with uh, shared Dark, titles due darkness. to darkness. <laughs> I mean, that's on a few resumes. Co co-winner due to darkness. On the minor league golf tour, that's all I got for uh, Detroit. That that was a, a very a, a fantastic Sunday with with the beef. That was a great play. Sunday. Um, yeah. I'll that all was right. that was a moment where like you know you saw the Bryson stuff coming, and then he he did that, and I remember he was just like he wasn't even very good with his wedges the whole week. Like it was like he was, he was playing. Terrible. Yeah, he was like pretty bad and it was just like okay like this is gonna really work pretty much everywhere because you know it is he just there's nothing you can do when he's just he's got wedge in every hole and um yeah one thing i forgot about travelers week was daniel Summerhays, and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention that yeah so on the corn ferry daniel Summerhays before the week says it's his last one he's quitting he's going to become a teacher and then he goes out on like a crazy Sunday, shoots a low number, and then it starts blowing. Like it just was nuts. And everybody in yeah. the field comes back and he ends up in a playoff. <laughs> he doesn't that. end up winning. He lost in the playoff to I think Kyle Jones was it. West Virginia's the, the, the Tiger Woods. Boy, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and uh and and so he lost that, but it was it was like you know, everybody was like, this could be the greatest walk-off win ever. He played a few right. more events, but I think he's teaching still. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, on that, on that, you were talking about Bryson's wedges being poor at Detroit. There was a, like an odd ruling that you were all over that too, where he was like near a sprinkler head, but he had a horrible lie. So he got out of a rough lie to Like it was the one moment where Wolf had a chance. Mm-hmm. He hit like a wedge lawn. He dropped it and went farther from the hole. He got a redrop, and it wasn't ever really explained why. But he went from like a bad rough lie into like a collar lie. That 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 was like Wolf's real last chance. One, I think, one of the three one three holes. But again, sort of the the benevolence of of the rural situations on tour. All right, that's okay. all I got. Another couple hours here. 
We're making our way. We're past July 4th. Right? We're on the home stretch now. We're going to do PGA. We're going to do U.S. Open. We're going to do FedEx Cup. That's about, that. you know, of course, we've got a couple in Columbus, things like that. But we will be back next week. We will not be here for Christmas. I'm going to go have a Christmas sale right now. You've been yeah. already having some wine, it looks like. Um, Smith Devereaux. Order okay. some Bixby if you've enjoyed this. That's a great way. Or shotgun start blend. I, I need another shotgun start blend. I'm fading. I'm I'm out exhausted. I hope everybody has a great theme. great Christmas yeah. if you celebrate it and uh safe one and we'll we'll see Enjoy you your next long weekends. Week. Yeah. We'll be back next week to wrap up all of uh twenty twenty.